0: Hola, my Chicana moms, thank you so much for being here today, and I have something very special uh, to share with you, and I hope you enjoy. My name is Paula Ramirez, and this is Chicana Moms Podcast. Welcome, my Chicana moms, I hope you're doing amazing. And I hope you're relaxing right now, sitting down, but if you're driving, be careful. Um, I just hope that you started off your day very positive and know that five minutes of your day does not have to ruin your whole 24 hours. So thank you for being here. Well, before we begin, I do want to share with you that this podcast is called Chicana Moms, right? Okay. Okay. So, I wanted to read to you some of these things that I found online. And what I mean by things is, I guess, like definitions from different people. Um, so, this is what it says. I'm going to start off with the first one A Chicano and Chicana. A Chicano is a first generation Mexican American who is proud of his heritage and is raised in the Mexican tradition way, but living in an American society. Okay. Now, the next one is Chicano and Chicana, a third generation American born to parents of Mexican descent. Okay. Yes, correct. Now, let me, this is the one that's a little interesting. Uh, A Chicano and Chicana is a person with Mexican heritage born in the United States who feels culturally screwed up and is not fully accepted by either Americans or Mexicans, but only by others of their kind what the heck is this oh my god and this was from a specific person that's funny okay so the last one here it says chicano and chicana is a state of mind yes one must be mexican-american to be a chicano but not necessarily an anti-social or left-wing militant okay So it says, remember the key part of being a Chicano or Chicana is that we are Mexican-American. Chicanos pride ourselves on our education, familia, art, warrior qualities, and our love for God. That one's good. I like that one. I guess the last one that's here says, a Mexican-American that knows what's up and it really pisses him or her off. (laughs) That is so funny. So, you know, Chicano and Chicana meeting at the end of the day, it's American... A Mexican-American, and we're just part of our heritage, right? So as Chicanas, we have gone through a lot of stuff. I mean, we always hear the word Chicano this, Chicano that, and there's nothing wrong with that, but Chicanas, man, we've gone through a lot of shit if you really think about it. I mean, who hasn't, right? Who hasn't? But the way we grew up as females is pretty interesting. All I have to say is that being a Chicana is amazing. I think that we get a little bit of the two worlds, right? Um, We have the culture of uh, Mexican parents. And then we are living in um, here, California or in the United States. And we are able to blend them together, you know? Um, one of the things about us Chicanas, um, growing up seeing our mothers, you know, we can say they're old school. They would be home cooking and cleaning, majority of them, maybe not all of them. You know, there's a lot of single moms that, that had to go out and work and stuff like that. But, um, the ones that were able to see their mom just at home and the dad going to work and the mom cleaning and cooking and picking up the kids from school um, and taking them to activities. Well, sometimes because um, I don't know, I didn't grow up being taken to sports and maybe some of you can relate on that. But um, I think that the role models that some of us had, like for me, an example, it was always seeing my mom work and picking us up from school, taking us to school, back and forth, back and forth, and cooking and cleaning. And she would hustle kind of on the side, selling home interiors. For those of you who have ever um, seen that, she uh, well, my mom used to sell those, and she would have to go do demonstrations, and I would go with her. But I never really saw self-care, honestly. I didn't see how she took care of herself. And I saw her burned out majority of the time. And even now, I mean, my mom still hustles and she still does whatever she thinks she has to do. She's working. She goes to school. And um, I still somewhat don't see self-care. And I think it's something that's hard for her. Um, I think guilt kicks in, you know, Um, because there's a phrase that a lot of uh, us Mexican. Americans, or even Mexicans, or maybe other cultures as well, I don't know. Um, I remember growing up hearing, like, okay, ya cuando tienes niños, ya se acabó. It's not about you anymore. It's about them. But I don't agree with that. I think the person who created that statement was a very unhappy person. Like, just because you have kids, your life doesn't end there. So today in this podcast, we're going to discuss self-care and different techniques on what uh, we can do as moms. We don't have to continue to repeat the same story of being told um, that when you have a child, that's it, and you can't really do things for yourself, it's all about them, and you're in the back burner. So yes, we're gonna talk about self-care. So let's get started. <laughs> Okay, my chicken Moms, so let's start off with our topic of today, which is self-care. Self-care is something that a lot of moms have a difficult time doing. And it takes practice to get to self-care, meaning to just make time to just relax. One of the things about self-care for me personally is that I see it as self-love. And it's also like being present in the moment, enjoying every single thing and every single person around you. Now, what I want to highlight is that when we do self-care, that doesn't mean we have to go out shopping. For us women, you know, we can, we love, majority of us love shopping. I know I do, but I've brought it down a notch completely um, with understanding the importance of self-care don't get me wrong I still like to shop but not like before and we can definitely discuss that's a totally different topic on shopping for us women but self-care is something that is something for you um, there is a book that's called minimalist families and it pretty much talks about how when you purchase something You're actually giving a piece of yourself out. One, besides your money. But second, a lot of the times, your peace of mind. Have you noticed that sometimes when we go shopping, we end up coming back and we feel guilty? So that's something, part of you, that you continue to carry throughout your life. So self-care is not going shopping, gambling. Um, Yes, you can go get your nails done, uh, your pedicure. But there needs to be more than that. Self love requires. So, self love, self care, perceive it like the same. Another word for love is time. So, in order for you to provide yourself with self love, you need to make time, right? Doesn't love grow with time? It's the same thing within yourself, with your kids, with your partners, and with people outside of your home. So, why is self care so important? Well, because it actually helps our physical health and our mental health. You know, one of the things that I tell a lot of my clients, I tell them, you know, the gyms are so packed at the beginning of the year. Everyone goes because they want to work out physically because you can see it external, right? But what about exercising and caring for our mental health? How do we do that? Well, we're discussing it right now. It's self-care. It's like self-love. So if you don't have self-love for yourself it's going to be really hard for you to stay focused and be productive with your children with your partner at work or at home and when i say at home i know the children are at home but i'm talking about just getting motivated to clean to organize to declutter if our home is not clean and organized I mean, I have met several clients who have actually divorced because of that. It's pretty insane. And second, I have had many parents that come in because their kids were removed because the home wasn't suitable. It was just not clean uh, and many other reasons. But our physical health, I want to address that, okay? So our health gets impacted Because if you don't provide yourself with self-care, you get frustrated, you get stressed out. So have you noticed that as moms, our mind just keeps going and going, right? When we want to go to sleep. So if we don't sleep well, that means that our hormones are thrown off and we get more grouchier and it's just like a pattern, It's like a domino effect. It just keeps going and going and going. So that's why self care is important because it doesn't just help our mind, it helps our body in general because you're going to be able to sleep. Your mental health now, this is where a lot of people get burned out um, because they keep everything in their mind. There's so much going on. We need to have an agenda. We need to have a planner. There's like a planner community that I'm like really into it and I love it. Um, or a simple like notebook that you can just write all of the things that you have in your mind just pretty much vomit all of your thoughts into that notebook. One strategy is that every night give yourself five minutes or ten minutes to write down all of the things that you have to do. But remember... You're not going to accomplish probably the whole entire page, you know, of all the things you have to do, but by providing yourself with self-care, you're going to decrease or eliminate the burnouts of your day. You're going to be focused on your thoughts and your feelings. So now let's talk about that. Your thoughts don't define who you are. Your thoughts and feelings are two completely different things. So let me give you an example. A thought can be, I'm fat. And the feeling attached to that is sadness, frustration, anger, right? So we have control over those thoughts. So what if all this time I've been telling myself, I'm fat? Well, if I know that's negative and that's not self-care, what I'm going to do is I'm going to change that thought because I love myself. And I'm going to say, I'm healthy. I love myself. So the feelings attached to those thoughts are going to be happiness, joy, and I'm going to get motivated to want to do things and feel more productive. And it's just kind of a cycle that goes and goes. So I hope you're understanding. Are you getting me? Now, I want to discuss some techniques Um, That are just very simple to do. Okay. This is something that is only if you want to. Okay. But if you're listening to this podcast. And you saw Chicana Moms. For some reason something gravitated. That this podcast to you. Is to learn something. Correct. I'm assuming. But I'm pretty sure I'm right. So some of the techniques that helped me and I've suggested to several of my clients, are the breathing techniques. So the breathing technique works more like this. You breathe in in through your nose, you hold it for seven seconds, and you release. You do that several times. If you're sitting down, just relaxing your body. But you breathe in, you hold your breath for seven seconds, and you release. The second option is to listen to relaxed music when you're going to sleep. So that your mind gravitates more to that soothing waterfall or the ocean versus all of those crazy thoughts that are just going in circles in your mind, which can interrupt your sleep. The third one is to look forward to something like a warm bath, a shower if you don't have a tub, or a good book, or anything that you can do in your home that's not going to require too much traveling. The fourth one is positive affirmations, like pretty much telling yourself, I'm enough. I'm just enough. I love myself. I'm a human being. And I'm unique. Now remember, it's okay not to be okay sometimes. And if you feel guilty for spending self-care time for yourself, this is where you need to change those thoughts with positive affirmations that it's okay because A weak parent can't parent. If we are not good, our kids are not going to be good. It's something easier said than done, of course. But the future of your kids depend on you. Majority of the time, of course. Yes, they're going to make decisions on their own. And it's going to be based on them. But we are the rocks in the home. So self-care is so important for us as parents. Because if we are not focused, present, to teach them, to discipline them, to love them, to talk to them, to listen to them, then who is? Many parents in my groups tell me, I need more patience. You know what I say? Well, if you don't have patience for your own child, then who is? And it can become a cause, like a lost cause. I mean, they're going to feel like they are a lost cause, I mean. And in reality, we have to. We have to take care of ourselves. It's like a 911 alert, pretty much. Now I explain to you what self-care is in my way and some of the things that I suggest to my clients and that I do for myself. Now we're going to take a small little break and I'm going to share with you how I do my self-care. Okay, my chicken arms, so I want to share with you some of the things that I do um, when it comes to self-care. But let me tell you, it took me a long time to get it. That doesn't mean it's going to take you a long time, but the reason it took me a long time is because I really didn't have Something or someone to pretty much guide me as to how to implement self care, and for me, self care didn't exist back then. I would get like these sharp pains in my, like my heart, I guess you can say, and I'm like, oh my god, what the hell's going on? I thank God never have um, had an anxiety attack but um i feel for those people who actually go through it um, i wouldn't be able to to relate but it just just to know that that exists is it's really sad you know um so this is just going to sound a little corny but i love to clean and i like to organize and i like to declutter did you know there's a difference between all those three clean organize and declutter We'll have another, um, chat about that one, but I like to start by cleaning my home, starting from the front door back, if that makes sense. So I enjoy just cleaning, not to the point. I'm not an OCD. I'm not OCD. That's for sure. Um, because there's sometimes I allow myself just not just to just stay, just to stay still. And I will get to it. But I like to clean. I like to read books. I like to take um, Epsom salt. Epsom Himalayan salt baths. That's what I'm trying to say. And we'll talk about that as well. Because there's a lot of benefits behind that. And something that I do every single day. Is take my vitamins. And that I know that I'm doing self-love for my physical like for my body, for my health. And every morning I take a warm glass of water with Himalayan salt. I don't know if I can speak today. Himalayan salt. And I'm going to add that information onto my website, at chicanamoms.com. So that you are able to gather more information on the benefits of Himalayan pink salt. And as I do all these little things, that is my self-love, my self-care. Now, for my mental health, one of the things that I do, and I respect those who don't believe in God, but I believe in God, and I pray. I pray so that I can stay focused in my life. It's, you know, we're human beings. We're not perfect, right? But long as we try our best to live a very peaceful life is the best thing possible but I pray I tell myself positive affirmations I tell myself that I am important that I matter and that I'm a human being and that I'm not gonna punish myself for things that I can't control and one of the statements that I'm actually saying to myself often is let go and let God Those are the things that I do for self-care. I'm pretty sure I'll implement new techniques here and there, and I'll modify it. But so far, that's what I do. I want to thank you so much for being here with me and hearing me out. I hope this inspired you to take care of yourself, because as moms, we are the creators, the creativity um, head in the in the home. I mean, there's men that are creative too. But I thank you so much for being here and I hope you come back soon. You can email me or follow me on Instagram at Chicana Moms and I will see you or you will hear me later. Take care. Bye.